Donatilde Irthul stepped over another fissure in the tunnel floor, cursing. She'd already twisted her ankle in one such fungus-covered chasm, and it had to slow down what was left of her small group while she performed a brief healing spell. She wasn't about to let that happen again. The fragment of the draconic prophecy that Baron Brevin had given her spoke of a night when the anvil next is silent, the book is closed, the warder dreams. It had to be referring to when three of Eberon's twelve moons were dark, Vault, Ran, and Air. By her calculations, tonight was the last night when that condition would be met for at least another four years, and the next alignment wouldn't be perfect like this one, as Ran would just be moving out of the dark phase while Vault moved into it. If she didn't find what she was looking for now, this whole expedition and the deaths of her men would be for nothing. There were only three of them left, after entering Tarath Marad with a contingent of thirty. House Deneath had paid only cursory attention. When the vast caverns beneath Zendrik's Menictaran desert and the jutting peaks of the Skyraker Claws had been discovered earlier this year, they became much more interested when powerful artifacts started appearing in the Stormreach marketplace and in Corvair itself. Determined to beat the other twelve dragon-marked houses to the loot, they'd sent in Tilde, a former instructor at Arcanics and a draconic prophecy hobbyist. With her had come thirty blade marks, some of whom had served with her brother, Leonid. Now, only one of Ned's former comrades-at-arms remained, the others having fallen to the perils of this deep, dark place. I don't like this, my lady, Haroon said eyeing the close tunnel walls warily, his longsword out and ready. Though there was nothing unusual about that, they'd learned early on that one did not sheath one's weapon in Tarath Marad, not even while sleeping. Is there anything you do like, Rune? Tilde rejoined half-heartedly as she stroked the fur of the small bat on her shoulder. She was tired of the blade mark's constant grousing, but in truth she didn't like it much herself, and judging from her familiar's relentlessness, neither did he. Though that was no great surprise, there was nothing in this host-forsaken pit too like. Haroon grunted, but didn't respond. He kept his attention focused on the floor and ceiling, sparing an unfriendly glance at their umbrogen guide, Zujil. The black-eyed dro had come highly recommended by Brannon Irkethras. The Wayfinder, whose money and persistence had been instrumental in unearthing the caverns of Tarath Marad in the first place. Apparently, Zujil's people, a heretofore unknown branch of the dark-skinned elves, had been looking for a way out of their underground home just as eagerly as Brannon had been looking for a way in. But while the Umbrogen had come to the surface after a centuries-long exile, seeking new magic to defeat their ancient enemies in the depths, Brannon's goals— like most of those of the members of the Wayfinder Foundation, had been a bit more mercenary. Discovering new cultures meant cornering the market on their artifacts, though the Wayfinder's exclusive access hadn't lasted long, and now he made the bulk of his money outfitting other people's expeditions into the deeps, including providing guides like Zujil. When it came to their guide, Tilde couldn't blame Haroon for his suspicions— the drow spoke seldom and with odd inflections. He practiced disturbing barbaric rituals, 
and he moved with an eerie, oily grace, as if he were made out of the very shadows that had already housed so many horrors on this damnable expedition. First, there had been the ranks of ghouls in the desert night, then bloody slimes that dripped from the cavern ceilings, subsuming and inhabiting the bodies of whomever their rancid ichor touched. And finally, that unholy behemoth in the lake that had wiped out half of what was left of their party. And then, of course, there were the spiders.